Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. Before I introduce my guest, I got to let him know that time is short because I got to hit up Chris Evans. He's been bugging me about doing Captain America, so, no. But anyway, how you doing, Dimitri? What's going on with you? Back at y'all again? Absolutely. We're always down to have some controversial topics and takes. Hell yeah. There's nothing better than this next topic, Takashi Six Nine. That's right. Everybody knows who this guy is by now. Um, you know he's known for being an internet troll, uh, having rainbow colored hair, teeth, and having a very extroverted personality. Um, and he's most known for his uh, criminal case with the FBI and his whole alignment with the the Trade Nine gang uh, from Brooklyn. Um, but before I get into the, anything about the case and stuff like that, what, what do you think about him? Do you like him? No, I don't. I've actually never listened to a, a six, nine song ever in my life. I might even just saying that because I don't like the guy. I've actually never heard a song before, like ever. And the thing is, he's known more for his antics than his music. And then it's like, when you see this guy, I just can't help but think that he's like a clown. Like he's like 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 the like the little short kid in class, like you know, growing up in middle school, elementary school, that would just like loud and would just do shit for attention because he had like a shitty home. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. just reminds me of like that type of guy. Like his whole persona to me is whack. Because if he's as rich as he makes himself out to be, it's like what why do you feel the need to like be out in the streets, you know, trolling people? Like he was actually out in New York. And then some dude seen him and he was like, yo, yo, come here, come here, nigga, come here. And he actually ran away from him. I'm like, yo, you're a bitch. Like, and then after that, he got security. So I, me personally, I think he's pathetic. I think he's a clown. I mean, he looks the part. I don't respect him. See, I, I guess I'm on the other side. And I, people, I, I, my roommates always call me about it. But I guess being from New York, I know especially like, do I follow Takashi 69 and his old everyday life? No. But there's a couple of songs he got that when I'm in the gym, I definitely put on because, like he said, his music is made for people who want to get pumped up. So, uh, you know, obviously, it's a divide. Some people hate his antics. But I would say, you know, we live in a day and age where everybody's trying to get clout one way or another, whether you had the girl spitting in a, a – what was she? she was eating ice cream in, a, in Walmart. She ate the ice cream and put it back in the freezer – or people doing George Floyd challenges, like people will do anything to, you know, achieve some type of uh, success. So, you know, his trolling may not be, it may be terrible, but honestly, it's been making her money. So I don't see why he's going to stop anytime soon. Um, but I guess, I mean, that, if, if that's like, I'm not saying like, like you could have, you get, there, there could be an artist that like, you might not like, like them personally, but they might have a song that you mess with, you know? So that's fine. But like, I don't, you know, just, I, I just can never, like, I, I just can't because, because I just know he's just whack. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, it, it might just be me. And the thing is, I don't really listen to a lot of contemporary rappers. And if I do, I kind of cherry pick their music, you know what I'm saying? So like, I only know like one song by Travis Scott. I only know a couple of songs by, you know, a Sheck West. You know what I'm saying? I don't really, I don't really listen to these guys like that. So, you know, right. that, you know, my take is kind of a little bit different because, you know, I don't really listen to, you know, a lot of rappers today because they don't just, you know, they, they don't talk about anything that I can relate to. So, you know, unless like there's like a good rhythm or, you know, send the beat or something like that. Nah, nah. All right, so before I get into the main subject of this uh, 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 podcast, I want to talk about his first legal issue he ran into uh, in 2015. Uh, he was charged with uh, child sexual performances. Uh, so basically what happened was uh, he was doing a music video. It was like one of his earlier hits. Um, and apparently there was a 13-year-old girl in a music video. Um and the FBI, you know, found out about it and they came and, you know, handcuffed him. And, you know, he ended up pleading. If I'm not mistaken, he pleaded guilty to that. Um, so what is your take on that? Um, because, Wait, okay. So you said 6 9 got caught out with a 13-year-old girl? 
Yeah, so he was shooting a music video, and so he actually did an interview a couple of days ago explaining it. Um, he was doing a music video, and a few people, you know, that, that he was close to was in it, and apparently one of them brought a 13-year-old girl onto the mu- music video set. And it was a very explicit video. Obviously, if anybody watches Takashi music videos, it's very, you know, explicit. Uh, so it's definitely not going to be on the, the kids section on YouTube. Um, but it was a 13-year-old girl on the video, and he ended up catching the charge for it because it was his music video. But a lot of people always call him, a, a, you know, a pedophile and, you know, a rapist and stuff like that. So, you know, what, what's your take on that? Oh, my gosh. He's a he's a fucking clown. He's a yo. Takashi Six Nine is a damn industry plant. Like he's not even like he just looks like somebody just put him there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he he's just a clown. Like how do you get caught out with a 13 year old girl? Like bro, we just got we. All right, see, people really need to get off Marcus Houston. We just got through talking about that like last week, and people really need to focus on Takashi Six Nine because people are actually supporting him. You know, he's the guy with, like, millions and millions of streams, but yet he's got all of this going on. I mean, what do we have cancel culture for if this dude is still hot? You know what I'm saying? Like, or is it just because he's not black? Because I'm pretty sure if he was black, no one would he, – he'd be gone. You know what I'm saying? He'd be gone. And, then you know, so we're talking about double standards. I mean, there's a reason why he's still out. Because, right, he got out of jail. Everybody hates him because, you know, he, you know, snitched or whatever. I don't know the specifics of that. And then he had, like, two singles. He worked with Nicki Minaj. So, like, clearly people don't care about him messing around with a 13-year-old girl. You know, clearly. You know, he's a freaking – he's a nimrod. Like, he's an idiot. Like, I, I honestly, I already didn't like him. But, like, now, you know – and I think I might have heard of that in passing. I didn't really care because, you know, I – you know, you know, F, you know, Takashi 6 9 But, like, now I really don't like him. You know, he just – he's just that type of person that, like, like – I like that you love to hate because he's just the way he conduct himself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like one thing I don't like about rich, rich and famous people is that, you know, a lot of them, you make so much money. And my thing is I, I make that much money. I have M's in the bank. You know, I have like that, you know, seven figure income. I want to stay out the way, you know, these guys, it's like they get the money and then they use that money to put themselves in harm's way, you know, and like I said, not to change the subject, but like look at Tory Lanez. I don't have any sympathy for him. I have no sympathy for you because right. you, ha- you, you have the means to like do a lot, even if it's for yourself, you know, keep yourself in a position where you remain prosperous. You know, why shoot, why shoot somebody? You know, why shoot a woman? Why do a video shoot with a girl that's 13 freaking years old? Like a girl that's 18 looks like a freaking little kid to me. Needless to say, a freaking 13 year old like when i when i was when i was freaking watching nick jr and stuff she wasn't even thought of when i was in the first grade she wasn't even alive yet when i was in the fourth grade she was like a baby like that's disgusting right right and i mean i it's, it's definitely a warranted conversation to have because i mean i understand you know a lot of people might think oh you know it's his fault but you know for him he was just trying to do a music video you know he thought his homies, you know, would, you know, obviously follow, you know, rules. Um, so he wasn't aware that there was a 13-year-old girl until the FBI came and knocked on his door. I was like, hey, can you explain How the FBI know? Um, apparently, people uh, tipped them. Uh, they saw the video, and they, I guess... Oh, they after saw, the fact. Yeah, after the fact, yeah. It wasn't like they... But was he engaging her? Like, I nope, mean, he wasn't. Was he she didn't just, have like, background? Any, yeah, he didn't meet her. He didn't touch her. He didn't do anything with her. She was just in his music video. But because it was his music video, he had to take the fall for it. Regardless if he knew about her or not, it was his video. So he ended up well, having to take I mean, the blame for it. If she was, if she was like, because the thing is, my, I think the way that rappers do this, and I've seen this on Instagram where, you know, when they want, when they want like girls, like video girls, they just like send out like a, like a blast on Instagram. Like, all right, you know, we need girls at this location at this time. And then that's it. You know, there is no, you know, I don't think, you know, rappers these days use like casting. I mean, at least any serious rappers, I'm pretty sure like Drake, you know, there might be like a process, you know, for, you know, video girl to get on a set of Drake, but I'm pretty sure a guy like six, nine, where, 
they just show up and then the girls that they think are pretty are the ones that get on there but you mean to tell me a girl that's 13 years old doesn't look like she's 13 years old right yeah and that's fair and that's i think that's why a lot of people's like well even if you weren't the one who brought on set you probably should have you know been aware of yeah. that and she it's kind of 13 years old yeah and it's kind of the same thing where there was a case and lord jamar was talking about it on dj vlad there was a dude i forget, I, for, I don't remember his name but he i remember he had a a one hit wonder like when we were like in middle school and Jake no no this dude he's in prison now um but his <laughs> career his career took a turn because he went to a strip club and um he obviously anybody in their right mind would think all right if you're in a strip club everybody's 21 and over and he made advances towards this one stripper and it turns out this dude was in his late 20s, early 30s. And this girl mm. was about 15. So, obviously, you know, they went back to his hotel room, you know, did whatever they did. And wow. charges were filed. And obviously, he was prosecuted for, you know, child abuse and, you know, you know stuff like that, pedophilia. So, he didn't know? No, he didn't know. But here's the thing. How old is she? She was 15. And she was working at a strip club. And and that's the thing. Like, everybody was like, okay, well, you know, why was she in there working as a stripper when it, the club is obviously advertised for 21 and older? But at the same time, like Lord Jamar said, he shouldn't know when he, you know, did whatever activities he did with her that this clearly wasn't, uh, you know, a fully developed woman. So he should have took responsibility for that. But it's the same situation where, he was in a, a place where he thought everybody was, you know, over 21. And somehow this one girl slipped through the cracks. And, you know, now nah, he's doing 30 years in prison for that. So, um, you know. Hey, get caught up, man. Women will get you caught up. <laughs> yeah. Sad. Hey, I mean, you know. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. How old did you say she was again? Did you know? She was about 15. See. Ain't ain't no developed looking fifteen year old girl. Okay? Like I, the thing is, I, I've and I've been to a strip club maybe like three times in my life. Okay, and then usually the women that are walking around the strip club are full, you know, full blown women. Okay, if there's like a girl that like looks younger than the rest, I'll be able to tell. And then like again, I'm a grown ass man. I need some ID. Okay, I won't be in that situation anyway because I'm not. I don't think I'd be picking up girls at a freaking strip strip club. But let's say if I did, and then she just looked like petite, or she got this, you know, you know, insane looking baby face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna need to see some ID. It was funny. There's actually a song that I used to listen to a lot in high school called "Show Me Some ID." <laughs> I remember that song. I remember that song. Yeah, like I just, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I just can't fathom just being in a position where. I make something of myself and then I it I throw it all away over some stupid shit. You know, right. I, I just I just I just don't get it. Cause I mean you got you got these people who they forget what it's like to be in the trenches. You know, I I, I can't say it enough. They forget what it's like and then they get lofty and then they get, you know, in these situations and they they, they don't know how to conduct themselves properly because they lose themselves in the money and you know, the women and the fame and then you know, you lose it all because of that. Right. So, Im imbeciles. Yeah, and that leads me to the major talking point: the whole Takashi and the uh, nine trade gangsters criminal case. So, you know, just to fill people in, uh, Takashi went on Breakfast Club and he talked about how you know he was working with the the gangs, um, and the manager Shadi, his manager, was the leader of the gang. And he talked about how they was extorting him for money. Um, and then at one point, um, they two members kidnapped him overnight and, um, you know, beat him up, stole his chain, went mm -hmm. in his house where his, his mom and his daughter was, stole his, his chains and his money. And then uh, there's actually video surveillance. Uh, they actually put a video up where they, you know, they took him out the car and they threatened to shoot him as he was walking away. Um, okay. And so, obviously, with that in mind, I, I, um, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard they 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 smashed this girl too. I don't know if that's true. That that I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, he said that that happened. I'm not sure. Um, uh, but 
you know, I'm a I'm gonna leave that one on the side because I'm not too sure about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so he eventually gets uh, hit with Rico, him and a bunch of other people in the gang hit with Rico. And for anyone who don't know what Rico is, it's basically racketeering. And when FBI hits you with a Rico charge, you're guaranteed, uh, you know, is pretty much they have all the evidence they need to convict you. So at that yeah. point, either you start rolling or you accept your fate. And the FBI yeah. has a 98% conviction rate. So when they came to this door, obviously, with Rico, uh, and with that all the it. stuff that's going on, he kind of knew that it was either I take up for these dudes and spend 47 years behind bars as mm-hmm. a 22-year-old, or, you know, these guys threaten my life, and, you know, it's, you know I got to worry about myself and my daughter and my family. Um, so he ended up snitching on everybody. Uh, a couple people got uh, 40 years. Shadi got 15 um, two other guys are waiting. The two guys that were a part of the kidnapping are awaiting uh, sentencing. Apparently, they're on the hook for life. Um, and Takashi ultimately was only given two years with uh, 13 already uh, with time served. So basically, he only had to serve another 11 months. So he came mm-hmm. out. You know, he officially finished his sentence August. Um but what is your take on that? I know everybody was very split and divided about it, calling him a rat. Obviously, we all know he kind of uses the rat thing now. But what do you think about that whole thing? I think gang culture um, is corny. And I think if it's not like, all right, so from my understanding, you know, of kind of history of, you know, black people in neighborhoods is that, you know, when there were gangs, they were there to protect the neighborhood. You know, they were, they were for, you know, the benefit of, you know, like that area, you know what I'm saying? So they were about where they were from. They weren't about, you know, where they're from only in, you know, in self-interest. So when I hear about, you know, gang culture these days, it's like, all right, you know, you, you hustling everything like that, you know, obviously it's a business, you know what I'm saying? Do that. But aside from that, I just, I just think it's corny. I mean, like there was a time when like, you know, gang culture was like popping, you know, dip set, you know, era, you know, back in 06 and stuff like that. But, you know, these days it's like if you're getting involved with that and you somebody with money and it's not about, you know, benefiting, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the you know, neighborhood or your environment or anything like that, like it should prosper. You know, your neighborhood should prosper in the presence of gangs. I feel like, you know, these days, why are, why are people getting shot? Why are black people getting shot if, you know, there's like a gang of black people in that neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? Because you got hoods everywhere. You feel me? And I think the last time I applauded like gangs was I think when, you know, Dominican people were, were beating up, you know, black people out in Harlem and then, you know, Bloods and Crips came together, stepped up to defend their people. And I'm like, great, y'all need to be doing that. So first of all, Takashi 6 ix is not even black. And from my understanding, Treyway, when I've seen them, I think like around him and like thumbnails and like a couple of clips on the internet, I mean, they're black. You know, my, my thing is, it's corny. They're all corny. Um, I mean, whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, I just think that, I just think that he, you know, I, I mean, my my mindset on that is pretty pretty much universal. Where you have money, you have resources, stay out of the way. You know what I'm saying? Like you, have, like that's why you have guys like even like Soldier Boy, right? And I'll like I'll bring him up because even. You know, when Tekai 6 9 was in, in jail, he was kind of, for a little while, trying to, you know, kind of do that same thing, you know, being all out there, being rambunctious and, you know, loudmouth and everything like that. He was part of them rappers where, all right, okay, you know, he came from, he, all right, see, he, he's from Atlanta, moved to Batesville, you know, obviously not great areas and everything like that, but then you get rich and then you start saying that you're a blood from Compton. Nigga, you're from Batesville, Mississippi. You're from Atlanta. You know, why is it that when people, they get money, they all of a sudden want to submerge themselves around people who are broke or people who are only doing what they're doing because of the situation that they're in? Why, you know, Takai 6 9 if you're around these guys, you don't have to be gangs anymore. Put them on a payroll if you're going to do something. You know what I mean? Like racketeering and all this BS. Like, did, have you seen that video where 
uh, I guess it's somewhere in some, I guess, Arabic country where the guy was getting stoned. Have you seen that? It's been on Twitter. Yeah. People like that, and you can call this cruel, whatever, but I'm, I'm progressive. I'm all about, you know, bettering, you know, this world. You know, I, I'm, I'm cut from a different cloth. If you're not here to, like, better someone else other than yourself, like Will Smith says this. I always quote Will Smith. If you're not making somebody else's life better by you being here, then you're wasting time, and you might as well just get stoned. You might as well have been that guy getting stoned by all those people. If you Takashi Six Nine really, you know, he should just get stoned because you 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 get millions of streams. All you do is talk about bullshit in your songs. You have millions of dollars, but yet you you find yourself running up and down the street, cutting the camera on. Like he's a caricature. You're not even a character. He's a caricature. Like you're just like it's it's pathetic. And then you get caught up, you know, in crime with a whole bunch of people who are broke. Because I'm pretty sure if they had his money, they wouldn't be doing that. You know, because not everybody wants to be Scarface. Not everybody wants to be, you know, freaking kingpin, drug lord, whatever the hell it is that they were doing. Because I'm pretty sure they were doing a lot more than racketeering. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, there was definitely... I feel old. Huh? There was definitely the video of Takashi making a video. And this was... I mean, I think this was trolling. Uh, but he did a video where he put a hit out on... Uh, I believe it was Chief Keef. Um, and then somebody decided Yeah, nothing came to, from that. That was Cap. No, but somebody actually decided to go shoot up one of his music videos. Nobody got hurt, but yeah. that was another thing that was involved in the case was... Well, you know, do you see what I'm saying? Like, w- like, who does that? Like, stuff like that is so, like, 90s, early 2000s. Like, it's so... We, we haven't... Like, pop culture hasn't elevated where stuff like that is frowned upon because people should automatically look at people who conduct themselves in such a pathetic manner and be like, that's whack. And then you're buying, this is the same guy that's got millions and millions of views, like in streams and in sales and all this crap. Like, really? Like, I like DJ Academics. Him and Takashi Snides are like best friends, but I mean, he's part of that culture. That's his job, right? You know, whatever. But to me, that all of that is straight whack. It is whack. It is lame. It's corny this obsolete people were doing that 30 freaking years ago you know it's, it's 2020 like evolve you know what i'm saying but these would be the same people that would be like oh but you know black people are getting shot like everything today is so performative and everything that he's doing is performative it's it's because it's part of his persona now because he understands that you know people hate him people don't like him so now he's he's leveraging that he's using that to his advantage you know obviously he's not the only one to do that like bobby brown back in the day he was the bad boy, and eventually he just started to leverage that persona because people were buying into it. These days, people are buying into like the most like pathetic, you know, stupid ass shit. And then there's no other celebrity that is gonna call like it out, or there's no you know like a a list celebrity is gonna call that out because they're paid to be ignorant. They're paid to be that way. There's nobody who's really paid to be conscious, and then if they are, it's really to perpetuate like the stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, this, yeah. this, soci- this society is so collectively stupid. Like, collective stupidity. That, that's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah look, I, the whole Takashi thing, I'll say this. And hip-hop and rap that I'll never, I'm not entwined with them, so I can't really speak from the inside. Yeah, luckily but, we're actors. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> But I've I've watched a lot of videos, especially with people, you know, I remember growing up listening to, um, and I love Lord Jamar because he's an old school, you know, rapper. Yeah, he's old school. He's an OG. I like him. I, I like to talk to him. And he's a, and he's a realist. And the thing with Takashi is, like, people hate him, but you also have to understand, like, people are getting famous for doing absolutely nothing. So, you know, yeah. for him, you know, to go from, a, a, you know, being a Mexican boy, you know, busting tables and washing dishes in Brooklyn to, you know, finding this character that blows up and people want to be, you know, have the rainbow hand, the rainbow teeth, and people think it's cool and, you know, he's trolling people and stuff like that. And, you know, people might look down and say, you know, oh, he's an idiot, he's a fool. But when you compare his record sales to everybody else, he does way better numbers than, I would say, 
75 percent of other rappers in his in our generation well so, these days these days record sales isn't even the same and i'd say record sales have been the way that they are for a very long time soldier boy would be like the biggest rapper right now you know what i'm saying the reason right. why he fell off was because he came up in an era where he was all about streams and constantly putting out music digitally but the era that he was in was all about going to target going to best buy and actually buying physical copies you know these days every hundred views equates to, you know what I'm saying? Like a thousand sales, you know, I know that that's how they do it now. So he's got a leg up, you know what I'm saying? Where it's easy, it's easier to, to be a rapper right now. So of course he's going to be like the biggest, you know, fucking thing because you know, it's streams, which makes it a lot harder for like a popular rapper these days to fall off because people are constantly streaming music. Now no one goes to the stores to buy albums anymore. You know what I'm saying? Wolfsman said that in his Will remix. He was like, back before there was streaming sales. 60 album sold, you know what I'm saying? Like, 60 million albums sold. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't even I don't even give Takashi not that much credit. Like, I'll give him credit for making something of himself. That's great, but it's like, what are you doing with it? You know, right, well, what is he going to be remembered for a few, you know what I'm saying, decades from now? Right, not and, much. Not anything positive. I would say, though, Despite all the images and and all the nonsense he does online, this guy like this, he's known for giving money out to people. So you know, go pay. I remember there was a story where a woman spoke out to the news where he paid her a whole rent for a year, and like you know, you see him on the street giving people money, giving kids money, giving their parents money and stuff like that. And like, while he obviously we he with a camera minute, on. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's, it's a camera. But, you know, even without the cameras, like when he, he would go to hospitals to visit, you know, little, uh, you know, kids in the hospitals. And Where? Like, Let me see. Well, you you continue. I'm going to Google that. Yeah, he's he's been known to, you know, go out and support and, you know, and, you know, try to help people. And, you know, whether you like his character or not, I kind of respect that. I mean, he don't have to give out his money. A lot of celebrities don't give out their money. But he goes around. Oh yeah, yeah, out. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That that is, that is very you know few and um few and far between. So that's so, probably that's why a lot of people can overlook the trolling and stuff because unless you're into unless you're in the rap you know in the rap uh, game and stuff like that, like people, yeah, they might think his antics are weird, but like when you see him giving money out on the street to people. And obviously he's not taking it back, but he's giving money out to people. And well, so he did he did that for them. So what you were saying about paying the rent? So basically he so there was a kid you know who was in the hospital and he wanted to meet um, Takashi. So he met with the kid and then he paid for um, the family's rent for a year. You know to help them. You know with you know finances. Well, like I said, which is which is great. I think I think that isn't specific to him because I think any celebrity would probably, you know, do that if they were, you know, reached out to, you know, if, if a dying fan's family reached out to them and said, Hey, you know, my, uh, you know, my son wants to, you know, his last wish is to actually meet you. And then their visit with that particular kid and that family was that touching where they probably feel compelled to want to do that. I mean, we, we, we see stories, we, we see and hear stories like that all the time, but you know, I don't I, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't, Say Takashi's not a Superman for doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. But I would say, especially in the, I respect in, it. Yeah, hip hop and stuff, it. you don't see a oh. lot of people using their money to help out. And like, like I said, like giving. Yeah, back they only help. They only help themselves and their own family. Yeah, and I understand. And and this ties into my next point about the whole case. So, uh, Akon just did a video with DJ Vlad like two weeks ago, and DJ Vlad mm -hmm. asked him, "Why are you working with?" This rat, why are you working with him? Because I can't respect what he's done. Not Akon, but what Takashi's done. And he said, look, there's always three sides to the story. His, those guys, and the truth. And no matter what he says, a lot of people already had their mind made up about whether they believe him or not. So, and it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But if you was in his position, and this is what I say, like, this whole street code thing. I'm not in the street. I've never been involved in the street. And right, most right. of the people who has an opinion about it, haven't been involved in gang culture and stuff like this. So this right. whole street code thing is just, is, you know, garbage. But he said this, if, you know, someone you thought was your friend, your homie, and, you know, just for a quick thing, like Pop Smoke, you know, his friend set yeah. him up and he got him killed. 
But if you thought, you know, your friends who were there, you know, for you when and you put money in their pocket, you know, they kidnapped you, you know, beat you up, you know, and potentially put your, your kids and your mom's life in danger and threaten to shoot you. Are you going to go and do 47 years for the, these people? Or are you going to just look out for yourself? Right, yeah, I, I get that. And, and I, I absolutely understand that. I just think that, you know, and it's it, it, like, we're all different. We're all different human beings. You know, I don't expect everybody to think the way that I do. I would, I just believe in, you know, I mean, with or without money that people should just conduct themselves in a certain way. And I just don't understand people who, you know, make just, 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 just make complete assholes of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I get the rationale behind that because again, I don't know the, the ins and outs of that, you know, particular case, but obviously when you put it that way, you know, you have no choice, but to, you know, understand where, you know, six, nine was coming from when he chose to do whatever it is that he did. I'm just not a fan of, you know, just the buffoonery and just the way that he conducts himself knowing the resources and everything that he has at his fingertips and what he's just choosing to just, you know, do with it. Because I mean, I don't even know how, how old he is. I'm pretty sure he could turn it he around. He just turned 24, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm saying like, I mean, he could turn it around if he wants. Like I'm not the biggest Jay-Z fan. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we've talked about this before where even as an actor, I, I have no intention of buying into celebrity culture anyway. Takashi 69 bought into it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like that. Again, it's about my work. I put the work out there. I, I'll be in the media when I need to be in the media. And after that, I'm living my life and I'm, you know, making investments and trying to stay active in other ways. You know what I'm saying? So we, right. we, we've talked about that before. So you kind of already know where I stand. So when I see somebody who's doing that, knowing damn well, it's smoke and mirrors and it's all fake and you're just eating it up and buying into it anyway, then, you know, I mean you reap what you sow <laughs> and then, right. you know, look at his career, you know, so far, like I said, it's, you know him primarily for his antics. He's known for his antics. Certain people, they get to that point where, yeah, you can be a big artist, but people know you for drama. Like I, I couldn't name you not one six, nine song ever. I couldn't name you not one. So I've never heard one song. I don't know any of the names. I, but I know him for dumb shit. I wouldn't want to like I, as a professional because to be a rapper is a profession, you know, say I'll quote Blueface, like it's, it's, it's a profession, you know, you're an actor, it's a profession. Once you're known for other things like drama, your relationships and all this other stuff, more than you know for your work, there's a problem. But people like him don't say anything wrong with that because most famous people will tell you as long as their name is out there, that's all they care about because, you know, and I mean, you know, that's true. Like I said, you know, to each their own, you know, everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own mindsets, but that's just my, you know, particular take on that. Right, and so I would, I would counter that and say acting and the whole music industry are completely different things. And I know people who are involved in the, in the music industry and the, the, this complete different parallels. You know, people go to acting class and, you know, they're just trying to find a way to get their career going. Whereas in like rap and, and you know, music, you can kind of go wild with your, your hairstyles and your, your clothing and buy all this jewelry. Well, yeah, yeah, the... Like, it's different, but I, but I, I think just the choice of whether or not you buy into fame is, is, is just as prevalent in anything, you know, anything entertainment related, because you're still entertainers. Right. I think hip hop, though, uh, the hip hop genre, which includes rap, have always been more of a flashy, I'm betting you kind of genre where, yeah. you know, you go to country music, you don't see people wearing bedazzled shark jewelry and driving Lamborghinis in every Rills. music video and stuff like that. But in like the, the hip hop culture, that's, that's basically what people that do. Comes with the territory. Flex. Yeah. And so I would say for Takashi, while his antics may not sue everybody and people might think he's an idiot. There comes a point in time where is this, there's a lot of talented rappers, actors in this world, but a lot of them don't get famous. Why? Because nobody know them. And no, they never put their face out there. So for someone like Takashi, who's admitted, especially when he was on trial, he admitted this was a a character he kind of portrayed. And See? I'm sure, and I'm sure there's a lot of people in the music industry who went from you know quiet, you know, 
study as kids to, you know, talking about selling drugs and wearing right, you know, yeah. $500,000 worth of chains around their neck. Rick Ross was a corrections officer before he became a, a rapper. Right. And for Takashi, like, he's more bold and aggressive in his approach. But I also realized, like, in the music industry, you have to have an image to sell music because there's a lot of good rappers, and I can't remember some of them off the top of my head, who are really good artists, but their albums do not sell nearly as much as, as someone like Takashi does. And okay, that's pr- all, right, all right, so I, I'll say this. All right, so you look at Drake. Okay, Drake is bigger than 6ix9ine, all right? Right. And you, he's been out since 2009, 2010. I've never seen, first of all, and he even said this in one of his, I think it was 5 a.m. in Toronto, where he was like, I'm, I'm the only rapper still known for the music. I've never, I can't think of one instance where I could criticize the way that he's portrayed or conducted himself. And he's bigger, he's way bigger than 6ix9ine. And he's not temporary. See, that's what I'm saying. 6ix9ine, this is just the era right now that he's thriving in. But let's see if he's around 10 years from now. Because it's been more than 10 years and Drake is still around and he's bigger now than he was when he first came out. And then that's very rare. You know what right. I'm saying? Like right. for a rapper to be bigger than he was like, you know, when he first came out. And Drake was pretty big. Like I remember when everybody used to talk about Drake back in 2009. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, and, and, and you look at him, it's like you can't help but respect Drake. Like look, look at him. You know what I'm saying? Like he, if I were to be a rapper, I, w- I would want to be just like him and conduct myself that same exact way. Like that would, if there was a blueprint, I would follow his. Or like a, or like a, like a Big Sean. Or or J Cole, like they're they're big rappers, you know what I'm saying? They're they're a big deal, you know. Even even I say Kanye conducts himself in a way that people criticize, but to me that's not as bad as freaking Six Nine. Right. I would say though they're different. They're a different generation from us. Like when Takashi first blew up, he was about 19, 18 years old. So our generation is more obsessed with social media and you know getting as many views and stuff as possible. So like. While people looked at Takashi's like the the big focal point because obviously he's the the standout dude that everybody knows from the Rainbow Callahan and his antics, but that's just because our generation are like that. And this is like what Akon said, like you know, back when he was starting in the music industry and he started blowing up, you know, when during his time, everybody who talked about gang culture was involved in gang culture, like that's what they mm-hmm. did outside of music. Whereas nowadays, people talk about you know bringing guns everywhere they go and, you know, popping Molly and stuff like that, but never touched anything in their life. It's, it's, right. it's just our generation is more, there is more about how can I put myself out there? How can people notice me for, for myself? So, for, yeah. you know, and like Lord Jamal that said, moment. yeah, a lot of, a lot of music rappers nowadays are more about promoting themselves and their music second. And that's why someone like Takashi, even though he's, I'm sure he likes music, but he also realized like if he just went to a whole Christian boy, you know, persona and try to do, you know, sell songs, it wouldn't sell nearly as much as his character right now. Like it's what sells. And, you know, I would say Dude, for people. How, how tall is freaking Takashi? Oh, he's, he's like short. He's 11. like he's freaking he's, four he's, nothing. Yeah. He's like five, eight, five, nine. That uh, that nigga is not five eight five nine. I'll tell you that right now. He's probably like, a little shorter than that. He, yeah, he that I say he's like probably just as tall as Prince and not not nearly as great. Probably four foot nothing. Cause he cause he looked like a little nigga and he, he conducts himself like a little nigga. He just gives off little nigga energy. And I just don't, you know, like like I said, I I, I, I get where you're coming from where that, you know, is the norm because even when you're not an artist, like people are looking for ways to go viral on social media anyway. You know, right. whether it's like they, they, they go to McDonald's and then like throw chairs and shit just to get on World Star. You know what I'm saying? And then like, you know, that it's been like that for a couple of years now. So, the, you know, that's not that's not anything new. I think it's just a matter of, you know, like I said, it's really just, you know, a difference in in mindset, clearly, because I again, I would just say that, you know, Drake is I just said Drake, Jay-Z, you know, them guys, people like him. I just think that there's just a way that, you know, once you reach a certain status of wealth, you can maintain that without, you know, being a caricature of yourself. Even I think Soldier Boy had to learn that the hard way because when once he started to kind of like, because what's funny, his Breakfast Club interview has more views than the Six Nine interview. So Soldier Boy has the the biggest the the biggest Breakfast Club interview of all time. Before it was Six Nine, now it's Soldier Boy. 
you know, and then he was being a caricature of himself. And then if you look at him now, he toned it all the way down. You know, I, he learned from going to jail because they both went to jail. Right. <laughs> and so the world was like, yeah, the biggest comeback of 2019. And then he fucking goes to jail. And then yeah. you look at him and then you look at his second interview at the Breakfast Club. He's chill. He was like, yo, I, I had to learn from that. But then you got 6ix9ine who comes out of jail and then he's still acting a fool. So some people, they don't, they don't learn, you know, from their experiences. And you look at a soldier boy, he stood the test of time, you know, clearly. I mean, obviously he's not as, you know, you know, clean cut as Drake, I'd say, but he stood the test of time where soldier boy came out in 2007. It's 2020. He's still around, you know what I'm saying? And like, he'll, he'll still catch steam every now and then whenever he chooses to come out. Will 6ix9ine do that? I don't I, I don't even say I'm hating, but I, I just don't think so. Or he'll st- because this is this is the cool thing about being famous and where you know t- six nine will always be six nine to somebody somewhere in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you have that hit sitcom, they're gonna be sure your sitcom is gonna be played regularly somewhere at eight p.m. somewhere in the world. You know, so I get that, but I think will he have that big an impact like a Drake? You know, like I said, like a soldier boy changed the game. And then that's why he got so much credit last year was because he was, he was speaking facts. You know, what has six, nine contributed? Nothing. You know, Drake, he was the guy that, you know, obviously people have been rap singing, but he was the one who really, you know, meshed the two, you know what I'm saying? And then that really kind of sort of became the norm, but he was the one who was really dancing, you know, on, you know, R and B, you know, singing and then rapping and doing both. I feel like that existed, but then he, you know, reinvented the wheel. What has Six Nine done? He hasn't done anything. Right. And I was. I mean, that's a fair point. But I would also say for Soldier Boy, besides Soldier Boy telling him and like kiss me through the phone and stuff, like Soldier Boy kind of fell off for a while. Like people weren't clamoring to see another Soldier Boy hit, and the songs he did do a couple years after his his major run, it was kind of. And nobody really cared. It ran its then. course, but yeah, it ran its course. But I, but you know, I, I pretty much explained that where he came up. He, he was like the prototype because he came in there. He came in the music industry, and then he was the guy that pretty much set the standard for how all artists promote themselves today. Oh okay? no, absolutely. Every artist, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every artist that that they go on Instagram Live, you know, they have a YouTube channel, they do vlogs. You know, they, they, they're constantly have every single social media. He was doing that back in 2007, 2008, where he was on kite before Ustream was a thing. You know, he was the first one that was doing all of that. And then every artist followed. So he was the guy that had like millions and millions of followers on social media before anybody else. So he was the guy, he was the one that was putting out songs all the time, like just for free, for free, for free. If he, if, if you take that version of Soldier Boy, you put him in 2020 today. I'm, I'm not talking about the Soldier Boy today. I'm talking about that Soldier Boy, 2008 through 2011. Soldier Boy, he would be Tiger right now. I, I, I say at least Tiger level because there was a point where Soldier Boy was bigger than Drake. Oh yeah, there was a absolutely. point where he was bigger than Drake, and then everybody had to give him his credit where he was doing. He, he was the. He said he was. He said he was a pretty boy before. Freaking ASAP Rocky did. ASAP Rocky had the old pretty Flacco thing, and he was calling himself a pretty nigga. Soldier Boy, Soldier was doing that before then. People, and what's funny? I used to get hated on for listening to Soldier Boy back in the day. Like I used to get, but but what people used to hate on, that's the standard right now. Where NBA Young Boy, it's the same shit. And then a lot of the biggest artists right now, they came through him. Before right. Chief Keith was Chief Keith, he was hanging out with Soldier Boy. Before the Migos were the Migos, they were hanging out with him. Before Lil B was Lil B, he was hanging out with him. And and the and and they were all watch. Like I said, they were all watching Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy was rich before a lot of these guys that were out right now. Yeah. So, so and that's the thing. And people people might want to you know shirk the credit, but you can never take that away from him because if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? And that's why he was shucking and jiving the way that he was. Because it's true. So when when they when they when 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 um when I think Drake kind of you know spoke on that, he said it's true. ASAP Rocky freaking spoke on that. He said it's true. They all said it's true. So you had to give the man his due. Takashi Six Nine is basically reaping the benefits from the door that Soldier Boy kicked down a long ass time ago. Because 
Soldier Boy's third album sold 13,000 13, copies, right? But it, let's say if they counted the streams when he put out Mean Mug and Pretty Boy Swag and all them other songs back then, that 13,000 would have been way up if they included that. Because no artist is, no people aren't going to Target to buy a Chris Brown album now. They're getting the streams on Apple Music. They're going on Spotify now. They're going to these different platforms. They, they, they count YouTube streams now. When these artists are, are getting hundreds of millions of views on, on YouTube, they count that. Oh, yeah. They count that. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't fair. I mean, I wouldn't say it wasn't fair. It's just Soldier Boy came in, came in the game, changed the game, but then he didn't get to reap the benefits that everybody else did. Blueface sounds like Soldier Boy. Like, I could, I could play you a song from 2012 that sounds like a Blueface record. Blueface now, you know, gets millions and millions of millions and millions of streams. Soldier Boy might not because people aren't, don't want to accept it from him. But that same song Soldier Boy will put out, if Blueface puts the same song out, they're they going to buy into it. If Takai 69 has the same version of his song, they, Chris Brown said that, you know, a few years ago, where if he comes out with a song, it might go so far on the charts. But if Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake sings the same song, it's the new era of music. It's, it's facts. So it's like Soldier Boy literally deserves a credit. Deserves a lot of credit. You know, everybody else is reaping the benefits for what he did first. So, like I said, I don't see what Takashi 69 can do that's revolutionary because everybody, you know, there's always been a bad boy of the rap industry. Tupac was that. People said Tupac was a troublemaker back in the 90s. So, Tupac really been there, done that. Bobby Brown been there, done that. Everything that Chris Brown, the way that Chris Brown, you know, was going with his career, Bobby Brown did that back in the late 80s and 90s. So, you know what I'm saying? Nothing is new under the sun. So, but, but Soldier Boy was the one that really changed it. Where, again, and I, I, like I said, I was a fan back then. And I'm literally, I look at him and then I look at what's going on right now. I'm like, yo, if he had just come, like came a little bit later or at least held off on that third album and then just waited and then put it out when streams were considered sales, he'd still be signed to Interscope. And then he probably wouldn't have to, you know, get mad over not getting credit because he'd still be the man right now. Because look at Tyga. Tyga is still Tyga. Why? Because they count, you know, streams. Now, that's why he's still relevant. That's why Chris Brown still goes freaking platinum and shit like that because they, they count streams now. So when you put a song out on, on, on Spotify and it gets millions of views, millions of plays and stuff like that, instant gold. You know what I'm saying? Platinum. Double platinum. Freaking when Rihanna comes out, her shit is going to go like 10 million. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, different, it's a different era. Yeah, Soulja Boy came before this whole thing blew up. I mean, honestly, it's the history of time. A lot of people have come before the time, like Bruce Lee, when he was around his time, he kind of created the whole idea of martial arts, but he wasn't able to reap the benefits of it. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it, yeah. it is what it is. But I would say, like, so, this is a whole generation. Like, when you said Takashi, what would he be known for? This whole generation won't be known for anything. It's more about <laughs> hits. That's sad. Like, think about it. Most of these songs nowadays are just catchy beat, mumble rapping, and, yeah. you know, stuff that you could play on the radio or at the, at the club. That's basically what music is nowadays. And, you know, Takashi is just a smart man. Sometimes you, like Triple H always said, you know, it's time to play the game. You know, some, it's, it's unfortunate. But you have to play the game. If Takashi want to get those those views and those plays, you know, he has to find a way to get those. So, you know, sometimes being yeah, a, but a clean-cut, friendly family, you know, person ain't going to pay the bills. So Yeah, but yeah, but it, it's, it's, like, it's like I already said where it's just Takashi 69 is not special for that because he's just doing what everybody else is doing and what's been done before. So he's just selling an image. Like I said, he's doing what works for him. I'm, You know what I mean? I just wouldn't conduct myself that way. Oh, no, I definitely agree. Like, I don't think I'd be out here trolling people who have ties to, you know, gangs and stuff like that. Freaking, but yeah. that's a risk <laughs> he's willing to take. I mean, it's for some people. Yeah, like, like I said, whatever folks about, yeah. Yeah, he, he gets way more plays than most rappers nowadays do. And, you know, what? like he said, he's, he's, a, he's feared for his life a lot of times without security. But he also knows what that if he... If you, you you literally you, you dug yourself that big a hole where now you can't even walk around with security because you're fearing for your life because you smack so many freaking beehives that you can't go anywhere because everybody's mad at you now, moron. Yeah, and then the whole court the, the whole court case was the thing that kind of set everything off. But yeah, you know. 
it's our but, generation. But it's, it's, it's like it's like we said when we were talking about OnlyFans. You know, people people are grown. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. You know, what I'm saying the, that kid is 24 years old. So hey, you know. Yeah, he's. You know I mean, he's our right age. Way. You know, he's our age, and like, yeah. it's different. Like, we're actors, so you have to have you have to have a certain standard in the way how you you operate and you move yeah, you and present yourself. yourself. Yeah. The music industry is a whole entirely different yeah, thing. The music industry, you could have tattoos, you got face tattoos, and speaking of face tattoos, see, Soldier Boy got dropped from his record label when he got face tattoos in twenty freaking twelve. Now everybody has face tattoos, and it's okay. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, when you're a rapper. You can do things like that. You can smoke weed. You can, you know, do a whole bunch of drugs and stuff like that. But as long as you go to the studio and record your music and people listen to it, you're used to have your career. You know, when you're an actor, you can't do that. No, no, exactly. And I just look at Takashi and I see a lot of hate he gets. And my whole thing with the whole the whole court case hate and stuff that he gets about being a rat. First of all, I would say. I, I was kind of wondering too what he was going to do when he came out of prison, like if he's going to change his attitude or whatever. <laughs> no, but obviously, you know, <laughs> no. But when you look at his views for the the uh, the videos and stuff that he's put out, I mean, nobody right now has touched him any cl- close. So what and, you're saying, basically, what you're saying is that the uh, the ends justifies the means. What I'm saying is, until the public changes the way how. Until what's acceptable, like yeah. until the until the moral standard changes, then people like him are always going to be in a, in a position where they can prosper. And like I said, I'm you know you know you know what. Again, if you know, do whatever. This is what we said about OnlyFans. Like, do what you what you need to do to put food on your table, put money in your pocket, take care of your family, take care of your kids. You know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like we said before. It's like, who are we? You know, to say anything? It's just really just a difference in opinion of you know, you know, character and anything like that. But but yeah, you're pretty much saying you know the ends justifies the means. And like I said, in this day and age, it's either you got money or you don't. You know, exactly. So, and yeah. people only care about online presence and and how many followers and stuff you got and yeah. how much. Yeah. It, and it's all about attention. I mean, you know, yeah. it's and and yeah. the reason why I say until the public. Uh, you know, says what's acceptable is because in the acting world, if you're doing drugs and yeah, you might show up to set, but if you're doing drugs, you're not doing a good performance. <laughs> movie studios aren't going to want to invest in you because they're going to they, see they, you they, as they're going to put up with that. No, exactly. But in the music industry, especially, I'm going to say music industry in the hip hop culture and the rap community, you show up, pass out and go on stage and just slurred speech, and then you'd be you'd be good. Yeah, how many Mac Miller? Um, there was another. There has been a few rappers who recently died from from drug overdose, and they were all twenty one, twenty two. Mac oh, Miller yeah, was yeah, about yeah, twenty eight, yeah. but that yeah, no. it's it's just in the music industry, everything is operating on dic- a, a different frequency. But I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you about the court case because I know a lot of people call him a rat and stuff like that. But just yeah. for me personally, I want people. to before they catch judgment, just put yourself in his shoes. Like, yeah, if you, yeah. if you stand at the bar- down the barrel of a gun and you had the option to save yourself or, you know, I wouldn't even say somebody else, but someone that or people that betrayed you, who would yeah. you choose? You know? like Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I don't like the guy. But, you know, like I said before, if you put it like that, I don't think anybody is going to say, oh, you know what? I get shot anyway. Like, I don't think anybody's going to say that to you. But you know what the surprising part is? I've seen people, oh, I would never snitch. I, I know that's not the way to do it. Yeah, but those I'm people, like, what, are they, what are they really doing with themselves? What oh, are no. they aspire to? Exactly. What did they, yeah, like the highlight of their day was probably making that comment because that's the only time that their voice could ever be heard because they just don't aspire to anything. You know, you know what I'm saying? I think, like I said, realistically, if you're talking about people who freaking stab you in the back, yeah, you're going to throw them under the bus. You know, especially if, you know, they smashed this girl, like, you know, <laughs> like, like they said that they did. So, hey, I mean, you know, like I said, do, do, hey, do whatever, do whatever's best for you. You know, at the end Absolutely. Of the day, like I said, who, who am I to, because again, I don't, I'm not somebody where, you know, I conform to, you know, collective thought. I don't dislike Takashi 69 because everybody else does, you know, as you, as you, you know, heard, I'm able, to, I could just form my own opinion and just tell you why. You know, right. I just say, oh, I don't like him because, you know, everybody else doesn't like him. Nah, you know what I'm saying? And and, and that's why I could, I could, you know, 
understand the rationale behind that. Because if Akon said that, I get it. You know, yeah. and, and and again, it's just you know me and Itzikashi Six Nine are two completely different people. He's just not somebody that I think I would ever even want to like be in the same room with or like <laughs> have a conversation with because you know I just he just doesn't seem like somebody that I would want to be around. No, no, I'm I'm definitely in the same boat. Like I'm not in the music industry, so the chance of me ever working with him is very slim. But you know, it's it's the idea, like like you said. Some people just hate people because everybody else hates them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No. And, no. You know, you I won't understand. catch me part of an angry lynch mob. I'm not. I'm not like that. Yeah, exactly. Look, money. This generation, it's a gen- different generation. Our generation is all about finding any way you can to get viral. So you got people doing um, um, incredibly dumb stuff to you know get their name out there. And you know what the sad part is? They get rewarded for it. You know what I'm saying? You know, Bad Baby, yeah. for instance. Yeah. Wasn't a rapper, yeah. but, you know, she goes on Dr. Phil, acts a fool, and look at her now. She's she's working with all the rappers now that are big and famous, and, yeah. you know, it's the public rewards that kind of behavior. So while people hate yeah. Takashi and, you know, say his uh his persona and stuff is all over the place, the more, I mean, you still watch his videos, you still tune into his Instagram, you still support him. It's like, it's kind of like, it's redundant to say the least. It's like the people, not to get off topic, but it's like the people that complain about Jeff uh, Bezos being, a, uh, you know, a, he's became a centi billionaire, but they got an Amazon Prime membership. It's like, you know, why complain about yeah. the dude you help him put money in his pocket? So. Uh, that, well, that's my it was it. was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, not to get off topic, but I I do have a bit of a rebuttal where, you know, it's only because I was the only reason why I think people feel like that is because he's a you said a, a what billionaire? He says centi billionaire, the first person okay. in history. Okay, so but yet you got people who work for his company that you'd be making like nine dollars an hour, ten dollars an hour, you know, even twelve dollars, which is you know nothing. So you just got you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't sound right where it's like you got just one guy you know who's eating and then maybe like the corporate people in this company but then you got people who just be making like nothing you know so i mean like i said that i'm just saying that that's probably why people criticize him because that's not going to make them want to get rid of the convenience of getting something the next day you know when when they order it because i like amazon you know what i mean if i order something i get it the next day hey that, that's very convenient not too many people not too many other places do that you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that that's that's just the rationale, and I understand that. No, no, no. And I I brought it up because they have – it's like a, a dynamic between both Takashi and Jeff Bezos. Like, people hate them, but they support him. Right. And, like, I like, you know, not to get off topic, but, like, I, I get what you're saying about people not, you know, liking, you know, the way how he doesn't pay his employees and stuff like that. And I personally think – if right. you don't like somebody, do not support them anyway. Even if you like the convenient, like my my roommate uh, talked. I had a conversation with my roommate about this. It's like he don't have an Amazon Prime membership, and he doesn't. Even if he likes the convenience of getting something the next day, if I if he doesn't like Jeff Bezos, he's not gonna get one. So I personally think if you personally if you're fighting against somebody, then cut the Amazon Prime membership. Even if you like Facts. the convenience, because yeah, you complain and you going on Twitter and you're voicing all your, your complaints. <laughs> and it's like with Takashi, people go online and complain about him. But the moment he drops a song or whatever, like they go listen to it or they go pay for yeah, it. Well, that, yeah, that, that's just idiotic. That's just stupid. If you, and I never understood that because, you know, like I said, I used to listen to Soldier Boy a lot back in the day. And I just never understood why his comments on his YouTube videos would be flooded with people who supposedly don't like the guy. So why are you investing your time into something that you say you don't like? You know what I'm saying? I just don't, I, I don't understand that. Cause you know why? Any press is better than no press. And that's the, that's the day and age we live in. Any type of attention is better than no attention. So well, yeah, well we, well, this is a really trash disingenuous, you know, generation to be honest with you. It's so. definitely, yeah. It's, it's, it's a sad generation to say the least. And very, and Mary. it's who knows who's gonna you got people going to walmart getting viral eating ice cream putting it back in freezers oh yeah, 
yeah, man. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, but she, but she, but she went to jail. So, <laughs> oh, she did. But she got famous for a minute doing that. You got people uh, getting she famous got infamous for, for that. Well, infamous, yeah. But you also got people famous for for doing just absolute stupid ass shit. Yeah, dumb stuff that has no talent, but. You know, unfortunately, and I've seen this in a couple, you know, instances in the business where, you know, as long as you got followers, people want That's you. That's all they so, care about. And, you know, Takashi, Takashi, the super villain of hip hop, you know, this was a, a quick impromptu one, I, but it was going. I always wanted to, to talk about him because I always wanted to get somebody's opinion about it because I see a lot of opinions online, but. Nobody ever wants to talk about it. It's like, I don't know. I always found that interesting, but you know, yeah. it's always it's always good to have you on the show, man. It's always absolutely. Um, you can go check out my man Dimitri's uh, podcast and YouTube channel, uh, Mister DJ uh, Dash DJ uh, yep. on YouTube, right? I said yep. it right. Oh. Yeah, 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 Mister. Uh, yeah, Mr. DJ, uh, DJ, spell DJ, A-Y dash MDJ. We have the MDJ podcast. Where we talk about a lot of, you know, cool stuff, lots of food for thought, different perspectives and opinions. Definitely come chime in if you have the time. Yeah, definitely. And I also, I, I started a YouTube channel too, uh, Miss called Mr. No Days Off, where I talk more about the acting world and stuff like that. So anybody's interested in pursuing a career in acting or whatever, you know, I got some advice for you. And uh, like I said, I got to keep this short because I got to call Chris Hemsworth back to set up some type of lunch date or whatever. And then I got to me, uh, Robert Downey Jr. has to be my agent to talk about some contracts. So I'm a busy man, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he's not, when he's not with them, he'd be taking feet pictures for OnlyFans because he got kissed the feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget about that. Yeah. Hey, hey, money. Hey, I got to pay bills, man. Got bills. First... Got bills. <laughs> got bills. <laughs> I don't feel that, man. Uh, enough said. I got bills. That, 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 that's the perfect way to end it. But thank you, man. I, it's always a pleasure having you. And uh, remember, a helping hand is a better hand. Thank you, Dimitri. Peace.